What's up, everybody? It's the con. I have not used that soundbite in a long time. Usually it's because I have Jay here with me, but he is not able to be here. He had to travel. But we have a very special episode for you guys. This past weekend, we were at Nomon College for our second live show. It was amazing. It was so great. We interviewed some great people. So today we're going to be posting part one, and next week we'll be posting part two. But it was so great. These guys were amazing, great dudes. Uh, honestly, it looks like we'll be interviewing these guys again because they were so they they were so awesome so willing to, to come back and just share with us again uh, all the things that they're involved with involved in at the moment and it was it was just a lot of, a lot of fun and in this episode I didn't want to say that because it's a live show I just want to warn you the sound is not perfect it's not that great we did have to deal with you know people around us and you know the uh, live atmosphere but it should be pretty good but apologies to your ears beforehand but i did uh want to let you know that the first interview will be chris gossett and this guy was amazing it was so awesome so down to earth you'll see how it was just so cool to be able to talk with him and share with him uh, or him share with us uh, a lot of things that he's been involved with this guy is amazing dude seriously i just called everybody dude sorry about that guys and girls, this guy is awesome. He is the guy who came up with the double-bladed lightsaber. When you see Darth Maul, he's the one that came up with that. And he is currently a director on The CW on a show called Pandora. So, man, he was willing to talk to us. We're nobodies. But this guy is so cool, so great, willing to go and talk to us. I do have to put out a bit of a warning. Viewer discretion is advised. Right. So uh, the reason... I Some gotta, viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Okay, I'm not sure if it's The that. following program is rated TVMAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Okay. Viewer discretion advised. It's not that, that bad, but okay. Viewer oh. discretion is advised. All right, that should be the last one. Oh. Viewer discretion is advised. There you go. Okay. All right, I think we have enough warnings out there. Seriously, uh, Chris Gossett used a little bit colorful language, so we just got to put that warning out there just so you'll know. Uh, nothing crazy, but uh, more than what uh, we're used to. But uh, anyways, he was an amazing guest. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. Just sit back, relax, check out the Beta Bros interview stylings and the wonderful, the amazing Christian Gossett. All right, Do welcome this. everybody to a brand new episode of the Beta Report live at Nomon College. One more again. Oh my God, we're one back more time again over here. Produce. Oh my God, it's so amazing to be here, and not just be here, but we're sitting next to, ladies and gentlemen, Christian Gossett. Am I saying your last name right? My Gossett. 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 Okay. Dude, so sorry. It's, again, we have to say that man. again. The East Atlantis, <laughs> you know, just doesn't allow us to pronounce things properly. And, it's all good, man. But, but yeah, I'm thank half you, Puerto though. Rican, so yeah. okay. I, I, I kind of translated in my mind. Yeah, so it yeah, sounded yeah. fine. That's how they say shit. 
There you go, man. Thank you so much. Dude. That's pleasure. what I'm just saying. Anything, but I was like, oh, this dude got swag, though. So I was like, no, nah, I know where it's coming from, dude. Right? Love that Puerto Rican right. in you. That's what's up. That's, That's right. what's up. No, thank you so much for agreeing to be with us and just. It's a pleasure. It's a, so pl great to see you guys again here, and I'm I'm solely just like honored to be a part of it. Look, I actually you met my brother last time. You didn't yeah. meet me, and I really didn't know. I was, and know. I rubbed it in his face yes. the entire time. That's what like, you gotta do. Yeah, when you're a brother. That's brother. Who did you talk to? What? And he did what? He inspired George Lucas for the double lightsaber. What? I'm like, cause we're if you notice we're huge. That guy, look, look right here. Yeah, this guy. This guy right yeah. here. Double lightsaber. Like that happened. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Just Yeah, I was 23 years old and I was doing Star Wars comics and they said you gotta do comics four thousand years before the time of Luke Skywalker. And it's a long story as to why they wanted me to do that. And um and I said, okay, well, that's cool. Do you have any reference drawings and stuff? And they said, no, it's all you, man. And I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me get this straight. I'm 23 years old, and you want me to be the first guy ever to retro design the Star Wars Galaxy the Old Republic. And they're all, yes, geek, just do it. Just draw some comics. <laughs> oh, my Dude. God. I'm like, what, what? So the thing was that was most important to me was to earn the name Star Wars, right? I didn't want it just to be a space adventure that was 4,000 years in the past. It had to look like it was 4,000 years in the past. And how do you do that, you know? Right. So I was like, how do I make it look not just the same as Star Wars? Like, it, same lightsaber, same ship, same everything. Because they would have been fine with that. They're just like, yeah, you know, like, put some candles and shit. Some candles. I'm like, wait a minute, they're in space but with candles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I said, okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to approach this by going to George Lucas, but what inspired him to do Star Wars? And this is what I uh, tell all my students to do. I'm like, get into the mind of, if you're doing an adaptation, if you're working in somebody else's universe, find out what inspired them to do it in the first place, because that stuff is where, you, that's where you're going to find it. And what I found was a few things. Akira Kurosawa, Ooh, the yeah. great filmmaker, who is my, made my favorite movie, Seven Samurai. That's my, yeah. from, that, right. from the time I discovered him, thanks to this research, it's been my favorite ever since. Of course, I discovered all his other films, which are also incredibly influential on Star Wars, whether it's conscious or not. A lot of the time, it's not conscious, right? Mm -hmm. And that's why other stuff, like uh, Joseph Campbell, um, uh, George Lucas found the book, found the author Joseph Campbell in his youth, and fell in love with it and wanted to put that into it. When he decided, uh, another big thing was Flash Gordon. When he was a kid, he loved Flash Gordon cereals. And if you look at the early Flash Gordon cereals from the 50s, you'll see so much Star Wars stuff. That's crazy. And again, this isn't in a way that's plagiarism. This is just love. He just loved that stuff, and he wanted to make something based on that love. And that's, for me, the difference between biting <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and really got paid. And homage. And homage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is... Uh, is uh, you love it and you're just sharing it in a way and you're showing it to people like how you saw it. You're right. like, no, this isn't a bite because I'm loving it and it go it's going through me as a filter, right? I'm not just doing it, ripping them off. I'm doing it in my way. I'm showing you how, why I loved it. And that's why the princess is so, you know, scrappy. And that's why Darth Vader is so scary. And all these things, all these elements of, of Star Wars, you could find uh, by doing this research. And so I said, okay, obviously... Obviously, when I did this, the Jedi are samurai in space. Yeah. Obviously. So, okay. All right. Good. Uh, how do I make my space samurai look like they came 4,000 years before Luke Skywalker? One of the answers was their lightsabers are not going to look like flashlights. Their mm. lightsabers are going to look personal. They're going to have all these touches, all these personal touches on there, like the, like the ancient samurai. You, uh, no two katana were the like. Especially for the, you know, they might have been for like lower ranking troops or whatever, but for an actual samurai. They made it themselves. They sharpened it themselves. They maintained it themselves. They, the angle of the sword was theirs. The sharpness of the blade. 
all this, the thickness of the blade, that was them deciding. And, and in, uh, very, very individual uh, uh, blacksmiths, you know? So all, there was a lot of uniqueness. And so that's where the lightsabers came from. Double-bladed, uh, a, a, a lightsaber blade on the end of a polearm. Uh, I had this really cool thing with a war fan that I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, they never use it in the book, but I'm going to bust that shit out on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Here's yeah, my yes. war fan lightsaber, that's bitches. That's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Rocking shit. You didn't see that. Where the nunchucks at? You didn't see the nunchucks. You know, I was like, wow, come on. Oh, my nunchucks. goodness. Nunchucks. I think that's a little tough. That, yeah. <laughs> Cut your arm off. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like the one thing as a kid that would always happen. You're like, the nunchucks, bah, right in the nuts. You know, so <laughs> you just, as a Jedi, that's probably bad look. Yeah. Bad look yeah, for Jedi. Right. Yeah. They probably, it's a guy that tried it. Like, that would be a good like, but he didn't last long. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. 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 Nobody long. bought his shit. They're like, nah, man. I, right, I, yeah. I make my own lightsaber. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's funny. That's so, amazing. Yeah. So that's how it happened. And so I worked like that ever since. And I was really, really, when I met the guys down in New Zealand, uh, the Weta Workshop guys, they work the same way. They, but they do it for everything. Uh, that's why Lord of the Rings is so special. Nothing in the Lord of the Rings is designed from the outside in. Everything is designed from the inside out. Everything is like, okay, what's the meaning of this character in the book? And how do we take that meaning and visualize it? And that's why it all looks so amazing. That's, that's awesome, great. man. That's, that's so that's amazing. amazing. And, and uh, so you mentioned, mentioned Weta. Did you work with them during the Lord of the Rings? I wish I had. I okay. met them just after Lord of the Rings was done. Okay. And that's why I worked with them on King Kong. I did work on Peter Jackson's King okay. Kong. And uh, worked with them on that. Designed a few things from that. Uh, and, uh, in, and some collaborations with my uh, good friend, Greg Broadmoor. Greg Broadmoor, Ray Guns. <laughs> Gord Bortz. <laughs> Um, and they worked on, but then they also worked on a graphic novel of mine. My last graphic novel yet of Red Star, the book four, which is the last one to have come out. Uh, I, I had some money, got a, ran into a little bit of cash, and I first thing I did was I bought a plane ticket to New Zealand. And I asked them, will you guys please digitally paint this next uh, copy of my graphic novel, next next uh, edition? And they wow. did, and it was amazing working That's with them. So cool. Six weeks down there with the greatest artists in the world, in my opinion. Painting my drawings, it was yeah, once in a lifetime, beautiful stuff. That's amazing. That's amazing. I mean, that's so that's, cool. Yeah, the fact that you were able to put that together, go do it, and 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 couple together with the speech. I know we're talking; people haven't heard it, but the speech that you gave out there earlier today about putting yourself into your work and letting a little bit about yourself into it was just so inspiring. I mean, Jay. Come on, man. What? No, I was uh, I was telling right before we even started, I was just kind of like, my life. Like, it was just, I didn't even know where to come to approach him with this because it was just so, and, and you had like, just so many people approaching you with the same thing. It was just so inspiring. It was beautiful. Everything you said was just so amazing. I'm going to give you this takeaway of, to do it yourself. It's basically realizing that what you went through is unique and special. Yeah. It, it's like you, we, we tend to just gloss over it, right? We tend to just take it as life lessons and forget about it. But if you think back to a teacher that you loved or a teacher that you hated or a moment with your mother or father that has really, really changed you, take that and, and like write it down and then, or, or draw pictures of it. And then ask yourself, wow, well, how did that really did change me? It really messed me up when my dad said this to me. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to make my dad like a demon and I'm going to be this hero. And all of a sudden we're in a cave, but it's not just a cave. It's a cave that is informed by what my emotional state was uh, by this encounter with my father. Right. So like you basically take the, the stuff in your life that you've lived and you adapt it. I, I always go back to Stan and Jack because the X-Men, everybody knows it. Right. Right. So. Um, you know, 
Stanley Lieber and Jacob Kurtzberg, you know, two Jewish Americans who faced bigotry, and they wrote a story about the X-Men. The X-Men, just by virtue of being born, are being bigoted against. They're, mm. they, they're victims of bigotry. Mm. And so that's what X-Men's really about. You know, that's the underpinnings. And of course you don't make it about that. Of course you, but that's the inspiration. But it's there, that though. That foundation right. is there, right? It's always about, it's, the powers are just the way that they're dealing for, with this bigotry that they're facing every day, by, just by being born who they are. So that's what makes it powerful. Star Trek. Man, Star Trek, this is how he did it. This is how he took who he was and put himself in. If I say Star Trek to you, you know what it is. Right. If I say five million other space adventures, you're like, eh, whatever, I saw that, it was okay. Mm-hmm. The reason why Star Trek, and I'm talking about the, the original Star Trek now, the reason why that works is because it's just a fantasy memoir of his adventures as a B-17 pilot in World War II. Wow. wow. Dude yeah. flew 80 combat missions, man. Yeah, dude. Okay? He, he, he saw red shirts. Mm-hmm. For real. He Guys died under his command. So that's why it's just that foundation. You won't know it, but it's there. Yeah. So, so And again, what is it in your life? Moments that mattered. People that you lost. People that, you, uh, that meant something to you. People that helped you out. Go to those moments, write them down, and see what you can do with them. That's amazing, man. When you were saying that, I was just like... My mouth was wide open. I was like, oh, my God. This is because you could just yeah, wipe your tears. <laughs> Hold on, just yeah. really quick. It's okay. Just really quick. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I mean, in all seriousness, it was inspiring, really. Thank you. I mean, to putting, you know, putting a little bit about yourself into that work, you know, and it's just amazing. And, and that was all kind of going with, like, how to how to build an iconic character, how to right. make an iconic character. And, yeah. and it was just amazing to hear you say it starts with you, you know, like a lot of the stories, a lot I, of these, like, memorable things are because they come from real places. I and literally they, wrote it down under your I said, put you in your iconic character. That was just so awesome. And it just, not just that, but you can apply it in your life and everything else that you do. Put that's right. you into it, really. That's right. I mean, that's how I was taking it. I was like, I can't draw for it to save my life, but I know I can use that to, you know. Definitely. It's pretty awesome. It man. does. It's nice to, you're right. That's such a, I'm glad you say that because it's not just about stories. It could also be just going through life with your eyes open, you know? Yeah, not yeah. Not time just pass you by. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to that demon in that cave. I don't know what happens. Right? Yeah, I know, like, right? You were literally just yeah. writing a whole story right here. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, is that I the know. director? I'm and you're oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just tell him about my dad. I'm, right. like, I'm, gonna know, go I'm, I'm Gen X, man. We got beat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Beat the fuck down. Gen X, man. I know. Tell me that shit. Yeah, that's awesome. And now I'm with my child and I was like, let's talk this out really quick. Let me yeah, see. Right, um, right? How are you feeling? And how does this make you feel? Yeah, it's a totally different time now. My daughter man. talks back to me all, mm, you, yeah. <laughs> if you was Gen X, you would <laughs> my goodness. It's man. a totally my different right time. Now, like, I know. You guys are not drawing about demons in caves, right? Yeah. I hope not. I don't know. We're drawing about demons in caves. Right. Yeah, for nah, sure. Right, man. You're all hanging out together. Oh, <laughs> that's that's right. awesome, man. So, really quick, because uh, I know we don't have a lot of time with you, but I wanted to talk a little bit. You had mentioned up there that you are directing now? Or yes, I directing? am. I had the what? good fortune to be hired by my great, great friend, Mark Altman. Let me tell you a little bit about Mark Altman. Mark Altman was a publisher at Sci Fi Universe Magazine uh, back in the day. Uh, and if not for Sci-Fi Universe magazine, it would be really hard for me to claim the double-bladed lightsaber. But I can because it was the first image that went to George and was approved for use because licensing fought me. They didn't want to use it. It was too weird. But then I said, look, show it to George. If he like, if he agrees with me, then what you got? Yeah. And he did. And so that the image that I sent him for approval was published internationally in Sci-Fi Universe magazine. So years go by, decades go by. Who's uh, who's a showrunner now? My friend Mark Altman. Who gets hired to direct on a show? Me. So thank you, Mark Altman. Thanks, Mark. You're a real one. You're a real one. I love him, man. <laughs> That's love his awesome, whole family. Man. Yeah. That's so I uh, did an episode, uh, and he said, hey, come on out and do one. 
and then did, had a great time doing it. He said, you know what? Do another one. So I did another one, and now the show got renewed. Season two is going to start shooting in, in a couple months, and I'm going back to Bulgaria. And what, what show is it? I'm sorry? Pandora on the CW. Oh, Pandora, oh, yes. Okay. Pandora on the nice. CW. Oh, wait, Great so you show. directed that? What episode did you direct? I directed uh, episodes three and nine. Oh, episode yeah, three and episode nine. Watch that. Okay. One is Masters of War. It's totally Red Star. It's very cool. Yeah, yeah. And then episode nine is awesome because they're trapped on a for on an alien planet, and they're all like getting at each other. It's <laughs> really, really fun stuff. <laughs> That's amazing. I love how... Into you get into yeah, it. Yeah, he gets all passionate about <laughs> it all of a sudden. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's amazing, man. That's, that's so that's cool. A, that's so, awesome. is that a direction that you want to continue to track? Yes, yes. So, are you yes. like directing is your thing? Yeah, it okay, really is. Okay. And it's funny because I've been doing it all along. You know, I just been like, when I telegraph, I, at one point I started publishing my own work and then I, I started like putting this book together. Um, I was, and I, I had some of my heroes, my cinematic heroes, look at my process and tell me, dude, you're directing. You're directing. I'm all, what? Directing? They're yeah. all, I'm making a comic book. They're right, all, no, right. man, listen, look what you're doing. Look at the way you explained it to me. This is what a director does. And I was like, no shit. And so <laughs> I tried it out. Came out here, a good friend of mine, Jennifer Weberly, is a producer, trained at USC Film School, pro. I told her what they said. She's like, yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's, let's shoot a movie over the weekend. I got some friends. We'll get it together. Don't worry about it. Come up with a story, though. You got one actor in one location, no sound. Because if you suck at this, I don't want to lose too much money. Yeah. I was like, all right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's insane. So we did it. I came up with a story, and that story ended up winning uh, the the Emerging Cinematographer Award from the International Cinematographers Guild. Played what? around the world. Uh, yeah. So and the, cool. the, the, my DP op operator on that is my buddy James Takata. He's now working on This Is Us. He's all blowing up, going to Japan, shooting documentaries with his fiance. My um, God. Yeah. All, all my friends, my friend Carter, who was on that, worked for Marvel on Guardians of the Galaxy. So That's it's awesome. just been a blast. It's just been a blast. Uh, that movie, I'm from New York originally, and that movie played in Times Square, that, that first short film. Really? So I just went on from there, and I just love directing. I love, you know what, it's great? Because all I got to do is tell motherfuckers what to do. <laughs> people who are better. Yeah, 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 right. People are better, exactly. exactly. Yeah. People who are better than me, I'm like, hey, you're better than me in this, so do that shit. Here it is. Here's the vision. Now y'all do it. Uh, it's, it's amazing. It's really good fun. And, and it's really fun to just draw a bunch of stuff and get them inspired and then have them do what they do better than I do ever could. So. Gotcha, got it. And then they all invest themselves and, and everybody's doing what they do and it comes together. It's just a blast. That's, that's awesome. We're going to have to look out for your work, man. Later on, start uh, directing bigger stuff too. Yeah, that's right. I'm, know, I'm putting together some new animatics now because I want to get like what I did with comics before, now I want to do in motion pictures So or, yeah. on a streaming series. So I'm putting together my new, an my new property and uh, I had a great time working on it, so I'm really w That's waiting awesome. for that to come out. That's great, man. So two things before you, we yep. let you go. One is we have a segment on the podcast called The Pick of the Week. Pick of the Week! <laughs> oh, shit. That's what it's he does. Pick of the Week. Like yeah, it. just oh, something that happens. Just, uh, so you know what I mean? So The Pick of the Week is usually what we do is we put out stuff for people to watch that we recommend. Nice. Like uh, streaming uh, show, uh, TV show, even a podcast, yeah, a yeah. movie, okay. whatever. Nice. So usually we put that. So we would like to ask you, is there something that you'd want to recommend somebody to watch? Man, that's a Could great. Old, I love new, this segment. Whatever. I love Pick of the Week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick of the Week. Pick of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good shit. Um, yeah, there's so much. I've been, I got a lot of screeners you know, from the award season because uh, I'm in the Visual Effects Society. So I get sent all these movies to look at for voting, and I've been seeing a lot of good stuff. I got to tell you, as someone who you know, was a beaten Gen X child, <laughs> I got to say Honey Boy was really good. Honey oh, yeah, I've really heard good. about I that. Shia LaBeouf, Shia, Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf Shia came from Buff. nothing, man. Yeah, I didn't know man. that. Yeah, yeah. Did not know that. I thought it was some Disney kid all pampered, you know, South yeah, of the yeah. Boulevard. No, I was wrong. Yeah. He comes from 
some real intense stuff, and it was a, I thought it was a great movie. Yeah. Um, again, I relate to it because I was a beaten kid. So. Right, right, right. <laughs> so maybe there's some bias. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. But, uh, but um, no, my dad was cool, too. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, <laughs> that's a great thing. Um, trying to think of some other fun stuff. I've been having a good time on any video games I could recommend. What oh, man, Dragon Quest Eleven is awesome. Okay. <laughs> Anybody playing Dragon Quest Eleven on the PS4? Amazing. If you like RPGs. If you like JRPGs, yeah, yeah. can't beat it. Um, another cool thing. Oh man, I saw Midsummer. That was cool. Oh, oh yeah. White people mess you Midsummer. up, man. Yeah, man. Ari yeah, Aster man. got some weird stuff. Man. <laughs> That's some white people stuff, man. <laughs> I'm halfway so I can say that. Yeah, that's that's why we're just laughing because we're like, I don't know, dude. It's like a lot of white people run our lives. I don't right? know if so you we gotta be careful for that. If you <laughs> had a chance to see all uh, some of Ari Aster's short films, mm. oh my goodness, they're like, the, yeah. He sh he showed me one and I was like, I, was like, I don't uh, know about this, bro. Crazy Lawrence Pugh so good. Oh, yeah. Lawrence Pugh, amazing. And she's blowing up, man. She's she's, she's amazing. Everywhere, yeah. She, she totally deserves it. I love when talented people get the success that they deserve. For um, sure. Really good stuff. For sure. And so here's the last thing, uh, just to finish our time with you. I'm going to ask you a couple questions, and these this is like the questions that are going to go deep down into your soul. Right, I like it. All right? I'm in. And uh, really quick questions. It's sort of like a rapid fire real quick. All right. right? Cool. Ready? Yeah. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Yes. Yes. I know I'm from New York, and I say that. <laughs> you got to be open to new things. Right, so exactly. What is your favorite Star Wars movie? Oh, the... The first one, 1977. I was there on at the Chinese Theater oh. on the first day in 77. Wow, really? Yeah, man. That's I was awesome. there, and uh, and it was nothing like it. Nothing like it. I could hear the lasers in my head all night. Amazing. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Damn. When you said this was like some serious personal stuff. That's a real right. stuff, bro. I'm just, I'm where, <laughs> hell no, a hot dog ain't no sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what was your first job? My first job was uh, was great. It was my first professional art job was Tales of the Jedi. Uh, sorry, Tales of the Ninja Warriors. It was awesome. There was a, a company. They made ninja outfits yeah. and shurikens, and they wanted to sell that shit. <laughs> yes. So there was no internet. It's 1988. Yeah, yeah. So they were like, we're going to make a comic, and we're going to have a bunch of different guys. And I got a job. I was, I was a busboy at the time at a burger place, a 50s diner. Uh -huh. And the owner of the place was like, hey, man, you can draw. What the hell are you working for me for? Go get a comic book job, because he loved comics. And so we went to the comic book shop, and there was Watchmen. There was Dark Knight Returns. I hadn't looked at comics since I was a kid. Yeah. I was like, what? So then, all right, I'm going to do this comic thing. And fortunately, at the same place, there was this flyer comic book artists wanted. And it was these ninja guys. And they just wanted to sell ninja shit. And so I got the job. <laughs> That's I, amazing. <laughs> I got the job. I did some Punisher pages real quick. Drew up some Punisher, running through the city, you know, and made it all deep, like with drug abuse and shit. Yeah. <laughs> put, some, put some themes in yeah, there. Yeah, I know, man. Oh, my God. And, uh, and then I got the job. And that was it. That was my first job, Tales of the Ninja Warriors. I think you were the, the reason that I kept telling my dad when I was like, I don't know, in the 80s, it was like, what, 9 or 10? To buy me some Ninja Stars at the Yeah, store. those were on the end, man. Ninja Stars. Mission the Yes, there you go. That's awesome, man. What is the use, most useless talent you have? Most useless talent I have. He's like, nothing, I'm a genius. I'm like, how do I pick one? Yeah. There's so many, so many. Uh, useless talent I have. Dang, it really is hard to pick one. Um, mm, 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 mm. Useless hey, talent look. I have. That was pretty good right there. Those are, that was pretty good right there. I was going to say, go. I'll take that. I'll, I'll take, take that. that. Yeah. My rhythm, yeah. yeah take that. My there natural Puerto Rican rhythm. Exactly. I can dance with it, though. Sometimes it's useful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Got Final. you married, probably. I'm going to say right now. Final question. Baby Yoda or Baby Groot? Oh, oh I love Baby Groot, but... Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Yeah, that's on, right. You got to be real. I love when Carl was just like, do the hand thing. Do yeah, the hand yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 
Come on, man. Amazing. Baby Yoda. That's baby awesome. Yoda is the new Star Wars. Amazing. Yeah, thank for you sure. so much. Oh, man. Everybody, thank you. Christian this was amazing. Set, thank you so much for being with us. If you want to follow him on Instagram, it's at uh, Gossett underscore pictures. Yes. Say that right? Gossett underscore pictures. Yep. Yeah, Gossett underscore pictures. If you want to go and check out his work, support this guy. He's amazing. He's awesome. Great. Thank you, Thank you so Great much for being with us. It's my pleasure. And, and I hope it's not weird, but Thanks, I want to say we're friends now. Is that yeah. cool? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. 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 But I'm going to be telling people, you know what? Christian Gossett, he's my friend, man. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say that, please. It was All like right. double lightsaber. Yeah, I know <laughs> that guy. I know that guy. We'll be hanging out. Yeah, for sure. I'm here, man. Second time. Yes. Amazing. I'm not going to elaborate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Because I, 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 okay, there's my useless talent. I give too much. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, right. So we're hanging out. You need some money. So, yeah, yeah, so we're hanging <laughs> out, for I'm sure. I'm shit to you right yeah. now. I'm going to give you some money. Where's <laughs> <laughs> my phone? Take my mobile phone. iPhone 11, take that shit. I love this guy. Oh, my God. Thank you so That's much. Amazing, really appreciate it. Man. Thank you. Thank you. What to tell you guys, Christian Gossett, amazing dude, so much fun. He was such a, a great guest, and he already told us that he's willing to come back. So he will be coming back for uh, just to, to pay a visit to the Beta Report and share uh, some of uh, some more of his stories or opinions. They'll give us more pick of the week stuff, dude. That guy was great. So thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, uh, go to our pages, or our social media pages, at The Beta Report on Instagram. Help us out. Help us out a little bit by going out there and just liking our page or actually liking our post. Uh, interact with us. We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, at The Beta Report on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Special shout out to my uh, producer, Jason Ruano. Thank you so much, bro. My boy. Thanks so much. Anyways, till next week, we'll be putting up part two next week. Hope you guys enjoyed this. And uh, till next week, this is the con. This is the beta report. <laughs>